Okay, welcome back. Uh, although I had thought I would begin a series on Parmenides this week, who basically is um, asking the question, what is, you know, quid est uns, not Ron uns, from the uns review, although he's a smart guy, but what is being, uh, from last week's talk on the good, the true, and the beautiful, uh, I just didn't get to it. Uh, but I woke up this morning thinking about um, what to do, or had the thought, um, Apocalypse at Armageddon. Uh, and I would like to talk today about Apocalypse at the Time of Harvest, and give you a an integration um, for, between or are of uh, human religions, tradition, various religious traditions, uh, view of apocalypse with the, um, what I would say is the deeper meaning of the word apocalypse with the etymology, and then take a look at Ra's perspective on harvest or dimensional shift, uh, and how, uh, we can see, or it seems clear to me, that we're in a time of apocalypse and the human conception of apocalypse um, is very shallow while the deeper meaning of the word apocalypse that we can see from its etymology and its original usage uh, without going into heavy look into the book of Revelation or John of Patmos um, and the Christian eschatology, without having to get far into that, to see how uh, much of what we see going on in society around us, and much of what we ourselves uh, are experiencing, and what we can see with some of the people around us in our lives, friends and family and relationships, is of um, apocalypse at this time of harvest, and if you, I'll, I'll send some links, and I'm not gonna, I'm gonna kind of skip between them without going deep into most of them. The first link link is a Wikipedia page on apocalypticism, which is basically from the top. Uh, eschatological eschatology is about end times so eschaton is the end times ology, ology, lology, logi is word, right? Logos so the logos of the end times the word or the study of end times uh, from various religious traditions, that's eschatology so apocalypticism as eschatological or end time views and movements and then we get into the human uh, complexity, focusing on cryptic revolution, revelations about sudden, dramatic, cataclysmic intervention of God in history, and the judgment of men, the salvation of the faithful elect, the eventual rule of the elect with God in a renewed heaven and earth. <clears throat> Interestingly, it arose originally in Zoroastrianism, which was very <laughs> dual dualistic, very polarized, huge... Um, philosophical dualism between dark and light, where they didn't—they had no <laughs> inkling of the more subtlety that uh, dark and light is one, or dark is the absence of light, and light is simply an absence of dark, and um, there's no total 
dark or no total light and you know form is emptiness and emptiness is form in the sense that the many is one and the one is seen as the many meaning uh <clears throat> any kind of notion of a, of of a battle of good and ba- uh, good and evil or or light and dark um it, its reality is a whole lot more subtle than the the typical dualistic polarized view that that good and evil are in opposition as we see with Heraclitus and the Tao Te Ching these are um th- these are polarity this is a polarity within a unified whole but uh Armageddon um is uh you know is really it comes from a Christian view <clears throat> and um the original meaning of Armageddon is Har Megiddo which is a place it's it's a hill in uh, northern Israel and in fact you know that kind of we see with the troubles with Israel and their neighbors um, it is certainly very possible that major regional war breaks out there that could involve superpowers like the US and Russia but that's the physical aspect and um, as we know from the raw material planets represent schools for soul evolution for beings at a particular level of development that fits the dimensional development dimensional level development of that planet and apocalypticism while yes indeed um, indeed it's about end times and yes from the raw material and of course many other sources we are at an end of cycle time and while there is um an you know uh, an armageddon type symbolic pro- symbolic armageddon process involved or going on ongoing which is a conflict of good and evil <clears throat> the real conflict is the degree to which one uh, i would say the degree to which one um is willing to self-reveal and so apocalyptos uh, let me let me actually let me that that's a teaser let me jump in a little more second paragraph here apocalypticism you see first of all in that first paragraph it's heavily western so uh, salvation of the faithful elect or judgment of all men um, it's certainly coming particularly from Christian Jewish Christian Judaic and Islamic eschatology we can clearly make a, a, a integration of that with the raw material discussion of uh, the three-way split at harvest these are things that you know I've talked about many times over the years but I think it bears reminding uh, because <laughs> any kind of real um, hot war in the Middle East seems to be closer now than before uh, Russia and America trading um, threats or warnings um, it seems to me the US threatens and Russia warns but uh, they're talking about nuclear first strikes this is a very serious matter and there are people who are running you know New World Order policy uh, to whatever extent it controls the US and uh, its own religious bases which are which are there 
um, who have a, an apocalyptic or an eschatological view from, you know, Christian and Jewish, it seems, and I guess the Islamics on the on on in Iran they have the same view. So uh, Russia, I don't know, they're Orthodox Catholic, Orthodox Christian, uh, Eastern Orthodox, but but in Iran. Uh, and I'm not an expert at all, their view as Shia, Muslim, surely um, understands the present time and geopolitical conflict in an in a, in Islamic eschatological context. Likewise, Christian Zionism. Likewise, you know, certain Christians in the U.S. and the West and Zionists or Jewish people in the West and uh, in Israel see the current issues and conflicts in a religious eschatological context. All right. Meanwhile, we can also understand that these religious doctrines, like uh, sudden dramatic cataclysmic intervention of God in history, which is the logos getting involved, and uh, all the others, judgment of men, meaning, uh, you know, do you make harvestability or not? Uh, we can see this in terms of the raw material metaphysics very clearly. Salvation of faithful elect, it's, 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 the, it's the, the, you know, the meek inheriting the earth. It's uh, actually you know, those that can work with green ray energy um, are those that will inherit the fourth dimensional positive planet earth. And everyone else goes elsewhere. That's part of the three-way split. So... Um, the notion of judgment um, has a metaphysical correlate. Likewise, uh, the salvation or the graduation, the advancement of a, a portion of the collective of people, of individuals, who, quote, make the grade, um, can be translated into Ra's metaphysics very easily. Eventual rule of the elect this is so you know you, you see the the sub theme of human greed and uh, power control domination the value that they put on that rule of the elect as if what the people who the meek that inherit the earth rule well they don't rule they live well without evil <laughs> but you know everybody's got their own bias and a lot of people a lot of religions um, seem to have supremacist tendencies um, or people who go into religion distort the original religious teachings and eschatological end times teachings, east and west, towards some kind of supremacist, dominionist um, perspective. Meaning, if you follow our religion and think the way we think and do what we do, then you will be the ruler of the earth over all the others who didn't. Which is has nothing to do with fourth dimension positive, actually, because there's no domination control supremacy it's simply those who those who can stand the light of love those who can work with the greater light of love green ray the greater degree of intelligent energy and intensity of light associated with green ray above yellow ray those who can stand it those who can take it those who accept it uh, are those who um, will harvest and graduate to the 4d positive world and um, Live on the heaven, live on heaven, live, live heavenly on earth, very much like Howard Storm saw, very, very clearly related or, or resonant with Howard Storm's vision of the future. So, while apocalypticism 
is uh, presented in lots of religions, East and West, the Abrahamic, uh, Judaism, Christianity, Islam, as well as Eastern Buddhist Hindu. It's generally been subverted to some kind of um, supremacist ideology. Uh, and then we have the second. Meanwhile, that's not what it really meant originally, and that's the next thing we're going to do after the next thing we're going to do, which is the next paragraph. Apocalypticism, this on the same page, is often conjoined with the belief that esoteric knowledge, like the raw material, <laughs> will likely be revealed in a major confrontation between good and evil forces. That's where you get Armageddon. Uh, this major confrontation, destined to change the course of history, it's... Uh, so now, you know, we're seeing uh, Apocalypse at the time of Armageddon. This is Armageddon at the time of Apocalypse, an age of Apocalypse, which is actually <clears throat> uh, associated with Revelation. And that's what we're going to, that's what we're really going to get into is Apocalypse as Revelation. And particularly, you know, there's inner and outer. And so all sorts of evils being revealed on the human stage, which we see with the news of the day the evils east and west, domestic and foreign, being revealed of individual players and their backers, um, as we can see, uh, <clears throat> with the various, various arrests and scandals that are coming out in the U.S. today, of Epstein and all, all sorts of folks and people around them, and uh, big wigs uh, east and west that are involved in occult Satanism and very heinous activity. Um, the greater apocalypse is internal. The greater apocalypse is self-revelation. And so uh, their final point that the final point that I'll use from this page, apocalypses from the different traditions, can be viewed as good, evil, ambiguous, or neutral, depending on the particular religion or belief system promoting them. Um, but but this point of uh, apocalypse as revelation is um, the original meaning of the word and religions then have um, deformed um, the heart I would say they have deformed and distorted <clears throat> the heart the, the pith the core meaning the, the, the pith uh, meaning true nature of this apocalyptic process to their own supremacist ends, as, as most uh, human organizations do. So, okay, esoteric knowledge likely be revealed, but much more than that. Major confrontation between good and evil, that's Harmageddon. That's uh, the final conflict of good and evil, but it's really a final reckoning. There's, the, you know, there's Armageddon at the, collect, at the planetary level, there's Armageddon at the social collective level. There's Armageddon at the individual level. There's Apocalypse at the planetary level, uh, social collective, and individual. So you've got three, you've got two, two dynamics that are inextricably tied or connected, or two sides of the same coin, Armageddon and Apocalypse. So two major planetary dynamics at the current, current time, Apocalypse and Armageddon, that are occurring at, you know, at least, uh, you know, for thumbnail assessment, three major levels, three, di three distinct levels, planetary metaphysical, uh, collective social, 
and individual personal. And so, again, while Apocalypse is associated with Revelation, Armageddon is associated with some kind of uh, final, meaning end of 3D cycle, conflict of good and evil. What's good and evil? Well, <laughs> truth and deception, uh, love versus control, uh, acceptance versus rejection of what is, uh, spiritual values versus material values. Uh, so, again, we can expand and unpack um, even the significance of the polarity associated with Armageddon, meaning good and evil, good and evil, what's good and evil, are you good? I don't know, are you, is anything, you know, is, is, uh, is anything uh, unmixed with its polar opposite? Well, Orion, or 4D negative and 5D negative, they're approaching purity of evil. But evil doesn't include, I don't use it with a judgment, at least I don't use it right now with anger. That's called service to self. Then there's increasing purity of service to other, or positivity, or good, which is particularly seen in fourth density, fifth density positive. So there is an increasing purity of polarization on both paths, from third to fourth to fifth to sixth density. That is an increasing purity of what's called good and evil or serves to other or serves to all um, the path of love and unity positive versus the path of service to self or control and domination the path of control and separation which is so-called evil all right so we've got <laughs> um, a more nuanced understanding of apocalypse of armageddon by a more nuanced understanding of good and evil uh, recognizing that this is occurring at three major levels um, metaphysical planetary collective social collective and individual personal both are occurring at all three levels um, both can be understood increasingly more with increasingly more subtle perspective uh, we look at the etymology of the word apocalypse there's the link. Um, from Middle English, from Latin, from Ancient Greek, apocalypsis. Apocalypsis means revelation. Okay, fine. Book of Revelation is the book of the apocalypse, of course. That should be known. Literally meaning uncovering. From apocalypto. After I cover. <laughs> After I cover, I'm uncovered. Uncovered and uncovering and that's the point this is the time of uncovering this is a time of uncovering for the individual for the social collective for the planetary metaphysical Ra talked about a hole in the curtain that's the, uh, akin to the UFO phenomenon representing a hole or um, porosity uh, of the veiling of third density curtaining of third density from time-space, the curtaining of third density, you know, space-time, physical 3D, from all higher dimensions and all other beings. Uh, the curtaining is um, more porous, interpenetrated, uh, penetrated or um, more sheer and uh, fi fine and um, less obstructed, a thinning of the veil 
at the individual and the social and the planetary metaphysical levels. So we've got apocalypse revealing, uncovering, covers thrown off, throw off the bed covers, throw off the pot cover, throw off the the lid of the boiling pot, frogs, (laughs) throw off the the lid and jump out of the pot by self-revelation and realization of the the deeper dynamics that have been hidden uh, in the collective society, in the group, historically, and see the metaphysical or see the planetary, right? That is self-revelation, auto-apocalypso, auto-apocalypse, <laughs> auto, uh, auto-apocalypto, meaning like Mel Gibson's movie, revealing for oneself what? Revealing oneself, aspects of self that had been hidden or unknown, right? That's called <laughs> moving out of neurosis moving out of uh, shedding defense mechanisms, getting beyond splitting, getting beyond projection, getting beyond distorted self-esteem or self-image, getting, you know, (laughs) being honest with oneself about oneself, most rigorous honesty with oneself, as Ross said for the adept, most rigorous honesty with oneself about oneself is auto-apocalypse, auto-apocalypto, self-revealing, self-uncovering. And what we see is that... um, there are very few people who welcome that process. Likewise, uh, at the social collective level, you know, scandals being revealed and hidden evil of the New World Order and the occultists and how black and evil, not physically black, but black symbolically, rejecting of love and, and, and goodness, they are. How much, you know, those that are running society hate the good and the true and the beautiful. They hate it. They hate what's good, they hate what's true, they hate what's beautiful. They wish to subvert creation. They wish to, you know, that's a, a, cult, rev, a cult reversal, a cult inversion. A cultic inversion. A cultic inversion is, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, rejecting, rejecting um, benevolent order. Rejecting logos, as E. Michael Jones would say. Yeah, right. And that seeing the the countless lies that um that were were told on a daily basis by authority and media and those in positions of power um is a portion of um the individual um revealing and uncovering that which had been hidden at the collective and social levels that can only be done to the extent that the individual wishes to be honest with himself or herself You'll see, uh, I can see you only as well as I see me. Or uh, the, limits of, the, limits to the, to the limits to which I see you are, are bound to the limits of, with which I'm willing to see myself. Likewise, the, the metaphysical, planetary, uh, those that have some inkling of planetary transformation and are uh, aware of... 3D end times, whether it's from a religious or a spiritual perspective, uh, New Age people and some religious people, uh, are those who are willing to see um, more deeply. Now, there are a lot of people involved in religions who may have an eschatological perspective, like Christian Zionists or people from Islam, right? You have all three of them, all three groups, individuals from um, who have an eschatological end times perspective on the current time 
with not necessarily uh, deep self-honesty. So one can believe uh, doctrine and dogma um, without being honest with oneself about one's own shadow or one, what's difficult to face within oneself um, because there's really no proof at that point. I mean, there's really no proof at the personal level either, but um, just because somebody has an eschatological or end times perspective obviously doesn't mean that they have deep self-transformation or self-awareness. Uh, but at, at, uh, at least, for sure, it's in the air. <laughs> it's in the air. So you've got people from all the religions, particularly the three Abrahamics, uh, talking about end times. You've got people in positions of power, East and West, who have that view too. Uh, from the raw, raw material, um, there's, a pro, you know, there's a whole raft of teachings on harvest. So, uh, the apocalypse, the uncovering, apocalyptos, uh, the uncovering and revelation at this time um, is, is, is uh, to be expected. <laughs> Now, let's look at where Ra, way, where, you know, let's, let's uh, bring, bring the microphone to six density and look at the raw material's perspective on harvest. Um, we know that there's revelation and uncovering that's associated with the influx of green ray, that's associated with planetary dimensional shift it's the the harvest or three-way split of souls and where they go you know judgment of the elect or rule of the elect it's really the judgment of souls at the end of this 25,000 year cycle as the last uh, major um, major cycle of 25,000 years of the 3d master cycle major cycle master cycle Ross terms 75,000 year cycle ending we shouldn't forget it um, not that you have, but as world events heat up, uh, the possibility of major war in the Middle East, the increasing revelations of that which is of, of evil, social collective evils, <clears throat> and increasing challenges to the individual, everyone um, living here with this intensifying uh, green ray energy environment. Uh, we can. It, I think it's very important to revisit this material uh, to help um, to help us make peace with and understand, to accept and understand uh, current events and personal process in the light of the metaphysical context uh, of the current time on Earth. And for many people here, this is review or this has been heard before. But perhaps you'll find some deeper levels of, of meaning and importance and relevance here. So on that first page, there basically are uh, 83 results in the lawof1.info search for, um, it's actually their category harvest. It's not search for the word harvest. It's the category that they put down here called harvest. Um, I first, I want to go uh, along the three pages here. Uh, that, that break that, that uh, present the 83 references. I'm not going to go to 83 references, of course, but 
selected references among Ra's comments on Harvest from lawof1.info in the category Harvest uh, to help to, to remind us or review um, the, metaphys- uh, the, the context in which we're living from Ra's perspective, which I think is accurate. 616, session 6, question 16, down the page a little bit. Don was asking, what's the position of Earth with respect to the progression of cycle, of the 3D cycle? Ra said, this sphere, meaning Earth, is at this time in fourth dimension vibration, associated with the movement around galactic center. Its material is quite confused, meaning the planet itself is upset due to the society memory memory complexes, that's sort of implying that uh, Earth is a social memory complex, but it isn't. It's really uh, disoriented, but due to the society memory complexes embedded in its consciousness, right? The consciousness of the planetary logos. The material, meaning 3D matter, is upset, is distorted. That's associated with Earth changes. Its material is quite confused, meaning... (laughs) Geo, uh, geoplanetary conditions like we see the earthquake in California and volcanic activity. The earthquake in California recently, uh, the two, obviously is not necessarily natural or logoic. It might be human-made. I accept that. And, but <laughs> there could be many, many dynamics of what's going on there uh, other than what Q is saying or people who follow that. That may be the case. And um, there are other interpretations. Anyway, the material, indeed, if you want to see about the monthly progression of earth changes, take a look at a website or a YouTube channel called SOTT Signs of the Times that does a monthly recap of global um, geophysical electromagnetic anomalous events and um, you'll see that the material of uh, planet earth is indeed quite upset and disturbed now but that's due to humanity (laughs) due to the social society memory complexes, meaning the collection of of humans, the social collective, embedded in the consciousness of the planet. It has not made an easy transition to the vibrations, fourth density, which beckon and call. Therefore, it'll be fetched with some inconvenience, which is about Earth changes. And at the top, when Don was asking about that, um, Ross said, these changes are very, very trivial. We do not concern ourselves with the conditions that bring about harvest. And so somebody brought to my attention or somewhere I found some woman who claims to be channeling Ra um, talking about the event, solar flare and earth changes, and claims that that's uh, the new version of Ra's teaching. But I don't think so, because Ra had said, somebody made this point, I think on Bring Forth or somewhere, that yes, indeed, Ra, um, Ra's perspective, of course, is that physical upheaval is trivial in the context of eternal soul evolution. And so for them to come back through this woman who claims that she's channeling Ra and uh, the first matter that of importance is the event or earth changes uh, is inconsistent. So um, the material is quite confused. And so we're living in a planet not only that's um, being uh, flooded, or um, receiving heavy influx of cosmic energies, just like some news report talked about recently, um, associated with green ray and uh, anomalous solar uh, input, 
Um, but the material of the planet itself is upset and disturbed and not able to make a smooth transition to the activation of its fourth dimensional energy field. And so that's upsetting people too, is the condition of, of geophysical material on the planet. Down by down the page nine four, Don was asking about um, what causes this seventy five thousand year cycle, which has three twenty five thousand year portions ending now, and without getting into the whole, you know, the, the in outward flowing and inward coagulating paragraph there of uh, nine four. Uh, the cycles, the dimensional cycles of each planet, Ross said, is a measurement equal to a portion of intelligent energy. This intelligent energy offers a type of clock, so a portion of intelligent energy. It's, it's the expression in time and space, or a temporal expression in space, with the... in... in what we are experiencing as time and space, we're aware of spatiality, <clears throat> my, my body and the space around it and the bodies and of the other objects and forms and people around me, that's spatiality. Planets, solar systems in a galaxy, that's spatiality. Where we experience temporality, <clears throat> so we experience time and space, that experience of time and space um, is, poor, is, is partitioned or um, uh, for us is, is an experiential division into periods of time in particular areas of space, like cycles of a planet going through dimensional levels. That is the result of intelligent energy, which is beyond time and space. So it's super esoteric, but <clears throat> there, when Ra talks about a measure of timing of cycles, meaning um, changes in uh, changes over time or cycles of time associated with space, so temporal cycles that start that that start and stop in with spatial perspective or in space uh, that uh, the, the that experience or phenomenon of um, temporal cycles associated with spatial objects like a planet is the result of a portion of intelligent energy uh, a portion of light uh, obviously it's quite far beyond our, our ability to measure portions of intelligent energy. But it offers or it manifests uh, akin to a type of clock, meaning um, cycles of time, phases and partitions in time, uh, stages of time, sections or portions of time. Um, that's called, you know, like the 12 hours of a clock, of, of a day or of the clock face. These cycles, meaning the um, cycles of time in space or planets and solar systems, that represents a portion of intelligent energy, um, are transhuman, 
they're not determined by humanity. They move, quote, as precisely as a clock strikes your hour. It's not determined by humanity, but it surely interfaces. The timing has some interface within a certain window for the Logos to to strike the clock in the window, meaning end the third density cycle. Um, within a window, what, we, what, I, what seems to me to be a window of time, meaning there's a little wiggle room when the Logos will do uh, dimensional shift, which is basically the end of third density, temporary end of third density, the beginning of the new age, right? The twinkling of an eye, uh, the saints come marching in, no man shall know, and even the angels don't know the hour. Right, of course, because that's determined by the Logos. Uh, this this um, cycle ending moment, the discontinuity, the, you know, the, the um, some people call it what? There's a term. Singularity. All, all humans have all sorts of creative terms for things that often obscure. Uh, the discontinuous event that signals the moment, and I believe it'll be like that, although it's gradual, 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 there'll, there will be a momentary transformation um, whereby um, no more 3D bodies live here. No more souls that are not capable. I have a community of blue skinks that have inhabited my room now and they walk freely. Um, there will be a moment, I believe, you know, everybody has a different view. <clears throat> I believe there will be a momentary discontinuous event or an event that is a planetary discontinuity that um, basically signals uh, the time after which there will be no more 3D f physical bodies living on this planet, meaning souls who, have not, who are not centered in love um, will no longer be um, associated with 3D space-time. There'll be no more 3D space-time temporarily. That's my read of Ra. And um, this is considered, this, this striking of the hour, which I'd say is dimensional shift, um, Ra, I'd say, is referring, refers to that by saying, quote, the gateway from intelligent energy to intelligent infinity opens regardless of circumstance, meaning regardless of the condition of human consciousness, individual and collective. Regardless of circumstance on the striking of the hour, um, uh, this is a logoic decision, and dimensional shift, therefore, while the timing um, is determined by um, a measurement of light in the mind of the Logos, <laughs> I mean, the Logos doesn't experience time and space, but the Logos uh, works with light. And a portion of Logoic light uh, translates as cycles of time in space. But that uh, dimensional shift, uh, clock striking, momentary metaphysical transmutation, which is basically the planet... Um, having achieved stable activation of its fourth dimensional energy field. The planet is now fully activated, one, two, three, four, at that point. At that point, I'd say, Earth would be um, activated in its first, second, third, fourth dimensional energy fields, 
sufficient to allow the beginning of 4D space-time incarnation. When 4D space-time, not just 3D, right? 4D, uh, the kingdom on heaven, the kingdom of heaven on earth, quote, um, is uh, sufficiently potentized, energetically activated to support uh, the beginning of incarnation on the fourth density physical, fourth density space-time sphere, that is the end of 3D space-time incarnation, I'd say. And that is a gateway, raw is akin to a gateway from intelligent energy to intelligent infinity. It's basically the Logos uh, opening, the Logos transmitting um, when um, a when a certain portion of light or intelligent energy um, is is ready, <clears throat> so a portion of intelligent energy is finished, or has um, has moved to another portion. <laughs> I don't know. I you know this is way above my level. So some portion of intelligent energy <clears throat> has um, been spent, has been completed has uh, run its course and then the gateway opens the gateway to the one infinite creator through the logos that then leads to um, transmission through the gateway or some kind of energy impact upon planet earth that finalizes the stabilization of a, a viable fourth dimensional energy field such that the planet can now or then <laughs> support 4D space-time incarnated life, meaning beings incarnating on 4D positive uh, space-time Earth. <clears throat> That's how I read it, and the agents here can use that and uh, put that twist that into your distorted uh, new views of uh, the raw material. But anybody who has a pure mind can get it <laughs> purely uh, without distortion. That's just my view. You have your own. So, so that's that is um, you know how I see um, some of the the metaphysics of the gateway opening, the portion of intelligent energy apparently being spent, being used, having completed, um, moving from moving to another stage, opening to what galactic center, um, one infinite creator, central spiritual sun. Um, leading to the stabilization of the 4D energy field, and that will then be um, the, the reckoning of harvest, or judgment day, which is really the soul of the three-way split. Now, <clears throat> down the page a bit, um, 1323, uh, recapping that, how a third, how a 3D planet becomes a 4D planet. 4D planet means the planet is activated one, two, three, four, and five, six, seven are still in potentia, not yet in the kinetic phase. Ross said, fourth density is, as we've said, as regularized in its approach as the striking of a clock upon the hour. The space-time, meaning the physical dynamics of your solar system, have enabled the planetary sphere Earth to spiral into space-time, a physical region of a different vibrational configuration, <clears throat> the clock, the galactic clock face, and its, um, its uh, 12 zones of energy. 
this and this zone um, of the galactic clock face is not fourth density Earth. It's a zone that catalyzes the Earth to its fourth density mm, dimensional shift. This meaning this movement of Earth, solar, and the solar system around galactic center causes the planetary sphere, meaning catalyzes Earth, to be able to be molded by the new distortions, meaning to, to achieve dimensional shift. Distortions meaning the new configuration of this uh, zone of the galactic clock face. However, the thought forms of your people during this transition period, meaning the conditions of consciousness in the collective, are such that the mind-body-spirit complexes, meaning humanities, human, human beings, of both individual and societies are scattered throughout the spectrum, Instead of being able to grasp the needle, shall we say, and point the compass in one direction, disoriented Earth repeaters, disoriented Earth humanity, disoriented. This is a planetary disorientation. This is a disorientated, disoriented 3D civilization. How? They're not oriented, positive or negative, or on the way of love and unity, or the way of separation control. They don't got it. They don't know. And as we were saying earlier today, <clears throat> I think it's wrong to think that most people um, want uh, endless material aggrandizement, meaning, you know, the guy who, who dies with the most toys wins. Um, the, um, the minions of the New World Order are wicked um, are that way. And those are the role models um, on the magazine covers. But most people actually are attached to comfort, I'd say. In my view, most people are not seeking most people are actually not seeking to join the rich and famous and uh don't actively strongly emulate um in an aggressive determined way um the role models of the rich and famous um that are held uh by the media or presented to the to the public by the media most people are attached to comfort i'd say and have uh, you know operate by spiritual apathy or disinterest that's why they can be called the thoughtless they're, they're most many people most people are decent really most people you know if if you know they'll pick up they'll, they'll help a grandmother an old person who falls down in front of them they'll help that's decency that's basic human decency most people are that way even evil ones will do that because their <laughs> their negative orientation is modeled they are modeled and you see more more evils coming out now baby it's going to be clear and clear if you look hard you'll see it very more 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 evil coming out now but most people are not evil and it's a negative bullshit lie for people to hate each other and think that everybody is as bad as uh, human leadership it's not the, the case and the role models who are the greedy under the wicked um, that's a minority too the vast majority are decent but apathetic and kindly but basically attached to comfort and so uh but indeed, um, every society is quite disoriented and doesn't have a unification, unified intention. Val individual values are all over the place, and social values are mixed up between people who are committed to positive, committed to negative, and disoriented or seriously confused, or just disinterested in, in seeking and knowing. That's the, the state. And because of that, the, the material of the planet, um, the first and second dimensional levels are a bit upset. And so Ross said, 
Thus, entry into the vibration of love, sometimes called by your peoples the vibration of understanding. So love and understanding are synonymous. If you want understanding, you've got to open your heart. And when you're truly loving or open your heart and accepting, you'll find understanding grows and grows. Understanding will grow and grow from uh, an open heart. An open heart doesn't mean you're a dupe and a dummy. It means at first you wish to at least accept what is, see what is, feel what is, accept what is, know what is, and then make decisions about speech and behavior and response. But uh, an open heart, basic kindness, basic harmlessness, is the way to great understanding. But you may indeed find a lot of things you that are painful to behold <laughs> in self and in other, particularly in other, you know, because um, particularly... Um, um, the shadow of those around me that I hadn't seen and um, is not very pretty. But Ra is saying, uh, because of this scattered orientation or disorientation of the collective, uh, entry to the vibration of love or understanding is not effective. Um, it's not. It's it's being affected. It's not efficient. It's not smoothly occurring with this present social complex. Thus, harvest shall be such that many repeat the third density cycle, right? That's the basis of the pejorative phrase, 3D repeaters, which is not, you know, I don't mean any harm. Most people are very decent, really. <laughs> They're more decent than human leadership, uh, but they will repeat 3D. And so that's 3D repeater, if you want to use a simple term. Energies of your wanderers, your teachers, who are not wanderers, but they're on inner planes generally, and your adepts, who are generally also on inner planes, at this time are all bent upon increasing the harvest. However, there are few to harvest. There are few to harvest because there are few that um, are so clearly oriented towards, generally towards the positive, uh, that they can make good use of uh, the vibrations of understanding and love. And so... Um, it's not inefficient uh, transiting into um, planetary activation of its fourth dimensional energy field. And uh, on the team are wanderers down here on the ground, and my god, I really have a family of skinks, and so a pair of <laughs> skink is a little blue. They're also called elegant Shanghai lizards. So I have a community of uh, Shanghai elegant lizards in my room. They're, they're cute, but and they waddle around a little bit, and they're deep blue. So I can't blame anybody whose who's coloring is deep blue. I, I have to be... I, I naturally feel affection to deep blue-skinned beings. <coughs> like me. <laughs> I was a skink in my past life. Not a skank, a skink. So they are not skanky. They're only skinky. Now, going on, uh, down the page... Um, <laughs> we're getting close to the end here. 1639, for your review, Don asked, I assume it's not necessary for an individual to understand the law of one to go from third to fourth density, meaning uh, we don't need converts to the raw material folks. And Don uh, Ross said, it's absolutely necessary that an entity consciously realize it does not understand in order for it to be harvestable. Understanding is not of this density. That's the catchphrase we've, I've used many, many times. Understanding is a fourth density. 
it's absolutely necessary that an entity consciously realize it does not understand. And so, <clears throat> for those that don't like to hear me say uh, that I understand so little, um, it's critical, it seems, from this perspective, that people recognize how little they know um, to um, be harvestable. So, uh, we could say 51% service to other, which is a, needs a whole lot of unpacking, frankly, um, being a little bit more committed to open heart, honesty, and goodness than selfishness, confusion, distortion. Uh, leading for, leaning forward with the forward motion of commitment and uh, clear values um, for that which is, is of honesty and kindness and seeking to learn and grow and help. That's the boiled down distilled version, I'd say. A commitment to learning and growing and helping just a little bit more than um, being stuck in one's um, neuroses, defense mechanisms, avoidance, dysfunctional patterns, distorted beliefs, just a little bit more uh, leaning, leaning forward with a strong, with the values of learning, growing, helping, is harvestability. That is associated with a recognition how little one knows. <laughs> Meaning, I want to keep learning and growing and helping because I know there's a whole lot more for me to learn and grow and so much help to, to, to offer available, you know, so much help that can be offered. Because the person, the, the meaning, uh, one of the bases of the commitment to learning, growing, and helping, that that, that is a core value a core value or in my set of values, my core values is learning, growing, helping, is because I realize there's so much more to learn and I have so much further to grow and people need a lot of help. That, that awareness uh, of relative development um, and how much, how little we do know, how much more we need to grow, how much, you know, the, the, the the uh, the mystery of our great potential, the potential that we don't know, are the magnitude of unexpressed potential, of unrealized potential. Let's just say the magnitude of unrealized potential. That is in many ways a very subtle basis for the commitment to learning, growing, helping. That pushes that, that you know gets people over the fifty-one percent line. Um, and that's very much associated with consciously realizing we don't understand. One doesn't understand. There's so much more going on. <clears throat> that's humility, but it's really honest assessment. <laughs> it's honesty. And it's an honest appraisal of how far the path goes ahead and how little I, you know, I can look behind me and say, well, I'm more developed than I was or than the people that seem to know less or have developed less. But... If I look ahead, <laughs> there's no and there, there's a light at the head. There's a light ahead of me, but I don't know where it is. It's just ahead of me, and in fact, the light is always ahead of me. There's always greater, unrealized, further potential. So, <clears throat> uh, I think we're going to have to end soon here. Uh, down the page, seventeen one major response from Ra about harvest. Um, 
in the first paragraph, Ross talking about the movement of the solar system that's associated with the stimulus to planetary dimensional shift. The second paragraph, Ross talking about the inconvenience or geoplanetary magnetic uh, climatic disturbance disruption of the thought forms of your peoples which disturb the orderly constructs of energy patterns within your earth spirals of energy <clears throat> which increases entropy and unusable heat meaning volcanism earthquakes and um, ruptures of the skin of the planet ruptures in the outer garment uh, while making itself earth appropriately magnetized right preparing for fourth density this is the planetary adjustment. So you see, Rods, you know, this is the view from the master, from uh, the uh, late sixth density Atmanic awareness. You see, Ra is nearly in seventh density. They're not, they're not any old higher self or sixth density group. They're almost finished with sixth density. That's a big difference. Maybe they seem to be 6.7. <clears throat> so any of us from that group are preparing for harvest to seven baby and so harvest of seven is the is the great slide into infinity and no more looking backwards this is the last looking backwards for some of us so in the first paragraph it's the um, galactic astronomical metaphysical second paragraph is planetary geophysical third paragraph is the social and particularly um, double-bodied 40 wanderers um, Ross said, you'll find a sharp increase now in the number of people whose vibrational potentials include potential for fourth vibrational distortions, meaning fourth dimensional activity or consciousness. There will seem to be a new breed. These are those incarnating fourth density work, double-bodied fourth density wonders. Um, we know some ourselves. We meaning you and me. And <clears throat> uh, this is, um, you know, the meek that will inherit the earth or um, the, the very uh, naturally <coughs> um, green ray um, activated, green ray resonant younger people in the world. I mean, they could be 50 or 60 years old, okay? So there are fourth density double-bodied wonders who are 50 and 60 years old, I'd imagine. So they're not all indigo children, and they're not indigo, they're green. You know, as I said, calling your, your book Green Children sounds sort of nauseous. And so they were called indigo. So likewise, also on the negative side, Ross said, there'll, be sharp, there'll also be sharp increase in the short run of negatively oriented or polarized mind-body-spirit complexes and social complexes. So truly negatively oriented individuals and groups, um, meaning they're clear. And that's the wicked, the uh, New World Order folks, the occultists who are doing heinous activity globally uh, and at positions of power all around, as we know. So uh, this is associated with the polarizing conditions of the sharp delineation between fourth density characteristics and third density self-service orientation. Um, it's, it's basically, it's not that fourth density is the, the fourth density, the green ray itself is not polarized, but it allows polarized soul evolution for beings who are at that level of development. And so the transpolarized or non-polarized essential green ray energetic itself, the increasing, the activation 
Earth's activation of its own green ray energy field is <clears throat> um, establishes a, a and its stimulation of the service to self or as service to self orientation oriented beings in their density. And that, I think, is the, the meaning of the sharp delineation between 4D characteristics. The, the nature of 4D is beyond polarity, but it's, it supports polarity. Third density also supports polarity, but it's not as intense as 4, 5, 6 in terms of its um, polarizing effects. It's not that it does, you know, the dimensional energy, the ray energies don't polarize, but they intensify beings' consciousness polarity. It's a little different. Then those who remain here are so-called positive orientation. Many will come from elsewhere. For it will appear that with all the best efforts of the Confederation, which includes those from your people's inner planes, the inner civilizations, and other dimensions, harvest will still be much less than that which this planetary sphere is capable of supporting, comfortably supporting in service. So we have wanderers, teachers, and adepts, members of the Confederation, which are in body called wanderers, and inner planes, which are inner plane teachers and adepts, and inner civilizations. What is that? Well, civilizations on the astral plane, groups on the astral plane, like Nosolar, astral city, but others uh, that are positively oriented, and those from other dimensions, meaning beings from fifth and beings in fourth and fifth and sixth density on home planets, not wandering, not in body here, not on 3D inner planes, but back home or in higher dimensions, beaming love and light and inspiration and doing what they can, friends of you and me. Uh, still, the harvest will be very, very small. There are few to harvest. So, um, finally, one way to see, I mean, there's so much more, and you can check, if you like, uh, pages two and three, um, or the further references to harvest in the Law of One site. Uh, my final points I want to make the next uh, QA, 1715. <clears throat> um, associated, you know, what, what are some of the qualities um, uh, of those that are harvestable, or what will we see, I'd say, you know, what can we see associated with that conscious understanding of not understanding, that conscious recognition of how little a person understands that's associated with harvestability, um, absolutely necessary, that entity, the absolute necessity for an individual to consciously, meaning verbally they can state it, consciously they think it, they recognize it consciously, not just unconsciously, consciously, <laughs> the big deal, realizing it doesn't understand or how little they understand. The conscious re that conscious realization is associated with a certain quality of radiance, a certain demeanor, a certain bearing, a certain presentation presented or given in 1715. Ross said, you will find few who are harvestable, whose radiance does not cause others to be aware of their spirituality, the quality of their mind-body-spirit complex distortion. Thus, it's not particularly probable that an entity would be completely unknown to his immediate acquaintances as an unusually radiant personality, even were this individual not caught up in any of the distortions of your so-called religious systems. So, whether the person is in a religion or not, 
whether they're alone or in any group, um, it's not probable, meaning it's extremely unlikely, number one, that they wouldn't be recognized by the people around them as an unusually radiant personality. Uh, their radiance, meaning their bearing, their the light, the light uh, of their aura, the quality of being surrounding them, that their their subtle radiance as a being would nearly always be recognized by people around them. There would be few who are harvestable without that radiance. Few who are harvestable without the radiance that causes others or leads others to be aware of their spirituality. Meaning, activation of the spirit complex, six and seven. Right? They're not only uh, developed uh, one, two, three, four, five, but six, seven, two. Six, seven also. Meaning, there's sufficient clearance of the lower triad blockages so that they're resting in love or love wisdom and have some some degree of spiritual realization, spiritual presence. How many people are like that? <laughs> How many people do you see like that? I see nearly no one like that. I see some, like uh, the peanut farmer in Feng Lin. But <clears throat> I see some, but not many. You know, not many. Very few, actually. Um, and so there are lovely people here and there, everywhere, but not too many. <laughs> and some of them are wanderers, and others are 3D harvestable. But uh, if you want to see how many people are harvestable, take a look at the radiance of the people around you. How many people have that radiance? Do you even know what that is? You can. And if you... But the way to know is to first realize, I don't know. And that's what Apocalypse is all about. And I'll, I'll wrap it up on that. <clears throat> this is the end of third density. This is, you know, in my humble opinion, this is the end of third density. This cycle. It's not the end of Earth. It's not the end of humanity. It's not the end of you. It's simply the end of a cycle of, of evolution. And, <clears throat> indeed, um, there is a final or end of cycle conflict between so-called good and evil. So-called good and evil is basically um, uh, the commitment. It's a it's a it's an opposition of values, and it's an opposition that occurs at the personal, individual, at the collective, social, and at the planetary, metaphysical levels, all akin to body, mind, spirit, actually. <clears throat> uh, physical, uh, mental, emotional, and spiritual, metaphysical. But particularly, it happens for the individual, it happens for the collective, and it's occurring with the planet itself. And so, particularly for the individual and the social, or the personal level and the collective levels, uh, what we see is um, uh, lots and lots of testing. <laughs> Lots and lots of conflict, lots and lots of challenge. And the testing is associated with the conflict of, of two choices, or of the polarity in which we can choose to see and accept and know, or we can, ex or we can choose to manipulate and avoid and um, take advantage or control and somehow um, 
uh, live live half blind and so seek ye wisdom first if you seek wisdom you'll be seeking truth and that's that includes love or acceptance or honesty you know, an honest open-hearted a willingness to live in truth love the truth loving truth back to that and so <clears throat> the primary apocalypse is personal and the primary uh, Armageddon is 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 social collective and it's basically um, by at this time in history people are uh, by their values and their decisions you know their decisions that come out of their values their values that come out of the degree to which they're willing to think and seek to know and seek their own um, self-recognition where am I coming from what do I value what's really important and what's less important by that individuals define values by that individuals have a basis for decision by decision beings choose um, kindly honesty <laughs> or open-hearted honesty or um, self-deception and manipulation and control what's called the negative path and so it's not that we choosing our path in moment by moment but we're choosing to go green blue or not we're choosing um, love wisdom or blockage um, by the way we meet the catalyst of, of situations particularly those that are difficult situations that we feel are challenging and difficult represent the catalyst of um, uh, of uh, Armageddon <laughs> personal Armageddon and uh there's nothing to fear <laughs> uh, the world will go as it goes we will go as we go um, we'll experience rightly the fruit of our uh, karmic seeding our karmic seeds and we'll experience the results of our decisions um, but this is surely the time of apocalypse and we should expect more challenging catalyst personal socially and even spiritually whereby we can choose where why we have the opportunity to again and again and again choose the way of um, open heart honesty understanding acceptance which leads to healing which is learning growing helping and so um, regardless of doom and gloom and religious views of eschatology um, the choice is really green blue or keep your lower triad blockage <laughs> love wisdom or stay stuck you know um, seek to know uh, or or seek to remain ignorant <clears throat> and we can only do that for ourselves so I hope this has been a useful <clears throat> uh, presentation a deeper unpacking analysis of, of the terms apocalypse and Armageddon and the harvest time um, the end of cycle the, the significant uh, processes occurring here at the end of the third density cycle so thank you for being here thanks everybody for contributing take good care of yourselves next time we may go into Parmenides if I can rouse myself <clears throat> take good care of yourself and good night <clears throat>